0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of The Daily Optimist. My name is Elijah and you will be here with me for the next 20 minutes or so as I talk to you about my thoughts and feelings of some news stories that are happening right now, how I'm maintaining. Um, Of course I'm going to give you your positive news stories as well. I'm going to give you a positive step of the day and uh, a positive quote for you to think about and hopefully it will help you in uh, trying to give yourself some self-care. Before we get started, um, this is day number exactly in um, social distancing or uh, physical distancing, however you'd like to describe it. And as I was going to bed last night, I realized it is a bit like the movie Groundhog Day. I was going to bed roughly at the same time I went to bed the night before, knowing that I was going to wake up at roughly the same time, but it felt different than it does on days where I have to uh, get up to bring my daughters to school. It's just starting to feel different. Um, those days are the same, but there's a break in that routine, if you will, with a weekend And uh, with days my wife does it but uh, for right now all the days are starting to be very similar because it's still get up around the same time and go to bed around the same time but it's more every day so I don't know if anybody else is feeling like that but uh that's what's going on with me just thought I'd share that you may be feeling that too so if you are you are not alone I highly doubt that I am alone in feeling that. I know my wife is feeling that as well, and I'm sure countless numbers of others are feeling that as well, and that is perfectly natural and valid. So uh, we're going to go into a little bit more about that later on. So without further ado, I'm going to get into the news stories for the day. So sit back and thank you for listening to The Daily Optimist. My first story is going to be about um migrant workers in India being sprayed with disinfectant. Um this is not the first uh case of or uh, report I should say of migrant workers be migrant workers being mistreated um in other countries and uh I'm sure it's happening in our country as well. I just haven't read those stories um I'm trying not to read those stories, but I'm sure they're out there, but I did see this one in particular. Um, so what is happening is, of course, they're in a, a lockdown isolation, but there were um, a group of uh, migrant workers that were you know, unloaded off of a, a bus or whatever, and they were sprayed down. By medical and fire department officials dressed in hazmat suits uh, sprayed them down with a chemical solution um you know questions are being asked about if uh you know they sprayed the buses down like this or the airplanes and and if they're spraying regular people who get off those airplanes or buses or whatever it may be that uh came into uh these locales um, you know the questions are being asked about is this just because they're migrant workers because people don't care about them there um i don't know why they're doing this um you know i haven't read enough into more stories about this i just uh found it today and uh was really disappointed and saddened by it um the officials who are doing it they have been suspended after the video uh the video has gone viral um but you know it it's said to this is kind of the exposing of the mindset towards these poor poor folks who they must obviously be infected because of how they are or they must obviously be in uh closer contact with the disease because they're poor, and this uh virus does not care. Let's just be honest A virus doesn't care who you are, what you are, how much money you make It is a virus It is coming after you one way or another Depending upon the the amount of risk that you put yourself in So To treat other people like this Is just absurd It is sad And with uh, all these positive stories of people being treated well you don't want to have to read stories like this, but, uh, they do exist, and we we have to be aware that they happen. Um, you know, the, the medical workers are shouting instructions over a megaphone telling them to cover their eyes and close their mouths, and if they have children, close their children's eyes, and, uh, <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, but, um... It's not a a solo case, I'm sure. I just haven't heard more about it. And I know they said that the officials in this video have been suspended, and I certainly hope that this raises the alarm and um, ire of other people around the world to realize that this is not a time for that. I don't think there really is a time for that at all, but especially right now, let's try to continue to, to build bridges Rather than spray each other with hoses, we know uh, what that is used for. And that's used for keeping people down. And I certainly hope that that will be the last story I hear. I can't guarantee that it will be, but I have to hope. So my second story is uh, about here in the U.S., And it is about the Federal Reserve uh, predicting that the unemployment rate has a good chance to climb up to um, 32% thanks to the virus. So for perspective, during the Great Depression, the percentage was at 24.9%. And at the rate it's coming, they think... The U.S. will lose 47 million jobs, resulting in an unemployment rate of 32.1. Yeah, that's terrible. These are very large numbers by historical standards, but this is a rather unique sh- shock that is unlike any other experienced by the U.S. economy in the last 100 years, said a St. Louis Fed, uh, federal economist, Miguel Faria e. Castro, um... They, you know, the, uh, I, I talked last week about the Department of Labor, um, saying that 3.3 3 million applied for unemployment, but as the weeks continue, uh, the unemployment rate is going to continue to increase. I, in my personal life, have, uh, been furloughed from my job, um, right now they're saying for 60 days, but, uh, that could change and go beyond that, and we won't know until, uh, That time comes, so I myself had to, uh, file for unemployment because my job was paying me, uh, for the first two weeks, but, uh, they no longer, it's no longer viable for them to, to do that. Um, so unemployment is my option. So that's where I am at. So if it is something you are at too, um... Yeah, as you can see, the numbers keep growing and growing. Um, will, when will it end? I'm not sure. But uh, they did pass that, um, that unemployment uh, um, part of the bill that's going to give m- uh, more money for those that are uh, now unemployed as well as just the standard part of the economic relief package for uh, adults and children as well so be careful out there be safe out there um if you still have your job you have to be extra safe i don't know where you work i don't know what work you do but uh, please make sure you're taking care of yourself Uh, i'm happy that you still have a job and i hope you continue to have a job and i hope enough jobs are uh, saved and in time um, we'll be able to rebuild but this is unprecedented right now so we just have to be aware but it doesn't mean we have to give up hope because right now we have those um that extra money coming in with unemployment and that uh those economic relief package checks coming soon so we will see what happens within the near future but don't give up hope all right we are every day new things are coming out positive as well about it, you know I talked before about the blood tests and things of that nature, but uh it is uh it's still troubling times, so hang in there, folks. All right, I'll be back in just a minute, and I will give you some positive news, Thankfully, I'm looking forward to that myself. <laughs> Positive news story time. Alright. So, for my first positive news story, it is uh, going to be about a hospital in Dearborn, Michigan. And every day the nurses and doctors are updating um, a whiteboard that they have put out there uh, that will allow people uh, to read about their fight against COVID-19. So, what it read as of yesterday, I believe... Is um, In our fight against COVID-19 This is where we draw the line Within the last 24 hours we Managed 11 patients to come off Ventilators and breathe on their own We have discharged 40 patients with COVID-19 And on their way to recovery Alright So that is um, They post this every day About the positive side Of what's happening in the hospitals I know we hear a lot about the uh, deaths that are happening and those that are being put on ventilators but um, this hospital is is switching that and they're talking about those that came off the ventilators and people that they have discharged and are feeling good about Um, so I think that's a wonderful thing I hope uh, some more hospitals uh, take that uh, take that ball and run with it So that we can share some some stories of that as well knowing full well that there are going to be plenty of stories of of the amount of patients going in and being put on ventilators i'd like uh i like to hear about those that are leaving as well or coming off ventilators so that is exciting news (laughs) i don't know if it's quite exciting but at least it's more positive spin on how we have to deal with things right now so i appreciate the, that hospital in, in uh, Michigan For doing that for me Well no, I guess not just for me But I read it so I guess it's for me too Uh but for For everybody to see My uh, next positive news story Is about a A doctor who was uh Driving down the stream In um In Minnesota and she got pulled over For speeding She thought she was going to get a ticket And you the uh, the, uh She's um from Massachusetts, but she flies out to uh, Minnesota to do cardiology work at the hospitals. So, uh she thought she was gonna get a, a ticket after she gave the license. You know, the cop goes back to his car and basically, you know, chastises her for speeding. Um and you know, she you know, she told him about being a doctor and he he was he was upset over her speeding. But he was upset because um, he he wanted to stress to her that imagine the resources that it would take up if she were to get into an accident, and she's also in a position uh, that needs to be helping patients, so that it would be you know devastating if if we lost a doctor who could be used, um, and not just that but any life at all in general. So, she again was waited for the ticket to come because he, he went back to his car but when he handed the license back he also gave her five brand new N95 masks from his own personal state supplied stash which was a, a way of him uh, uh, saying to her um, you know please, please I know you're on the front lines so, uh he wanted to basically say thank you for your your hard work and uh please continue to be able to help people during this critical time and you know, she said that they both kind of teared up because, you know, he didn't he could have written her a ticket easily for her speeding, but instead he offered her um something that is incredibly n- necessary in uh hospitals or medical facilities at the moment. So, you know, she was incredibly appreciative about a complete stranger who owed her nothing and was willing to do that for her. And that is just a wonderful story of a state trooper in Minnesota uh, helping out a doctor, even when a doctor was, you know, breaking the law. But uh, knowing that right now it's more important to have her have the ability to to help um so, thank you to that police officer and I hope that uh she learned her lesson about speeding. I'm sure we've all done that before oh. but uh n- despite all this there's there's people do out there who are still you know making the best of humanity and um she said, uh the veil of civilization may be thin, but we are going to be okay." That's what I believe too. Alright, I'll be back in just a moment with a positive step of the day. For my positive step of the day, it's going to be about, um, what I talked to you about earlier. So it's how the days have become rather singular. Um... They all seem to be rather similar, so let's all try to find a way today to break the monotony of that. Um, Let's try to do something different that we haven't yet done. Uh, I don't know what that is that you haven't done. It could be, you know, I've I've offered suggestions in past episodes, so you could go back and find one of those and try that that you haven't tried today or uh, at all yet. So you could try one of those if you haven't listened yet. There's ideas every different day. So let's uh, try to find that uh, today to break the monotony. Um, It will just hopefully help us out a little bit in not feeling uh, as if every day is just the same day. No more Groundhog Day effect. So again, let's find a way to break the monotony for the day. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, but uh, I'm going to go be with my family in a little bit and i think uh we'll work together to find a way to break our monotony and you know have have a little fun in a different way today we'll see what it is but i would encourage you all to do the same so and of course whatever you do i'm always in need of ideas so help help me let me know what you did today to break your your monotony of your uh days okay so that one day popped out a little bit more than in another day so please reach out to me and give me your insight as well all right don't go anywhere i'll be right back with my quote of the day All right, so my quote today comes from Martin E.P. Seligman. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Martin E.P. Seligman. It is from his book, Learned Optimism, How to Change Your Mind and Your Life. So, here it goes. While you can't control your experiences, you can control your explanations. Okay, again. While you can't control your experiences, you can control your explanations. Alright, so I'm going to break down what that means to me. It can mean something different for you, that's fine. But, uh, you know, this experience right now is something thats that I've never experienced before. Hopefully I never have to experience again. But uh, how I tell the story of this time can go into a really negative explanation of it and being like it was the worst time that I've ever experienced in my life or I can tell it in a positive way saying that you know although it was a horrible tragedy and you know we were all confined it helped me be closer with my family and my community around me and it helped me reach out to help other people Um, so my explanation now makes the story of it positive even if it wasn't the most fun glorious of experiences my explanation can turn it into something that is beyond um beyond belief in a positive way and not that you i want to tell everybody to experience that but that it the experience of it was uh not as bleak as it seemed at the time All right. So, again, that is my quote for the day, my interpretation. If you have a different one, that's all right. Let me know. You can tell me all about it by emailing me. I am uh, thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com, thedailyoptimist at yahoo.com. You can reach out to me on Facebook at The Daily Optimist Podcast. On Facebook, The Daily Optimist Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the daily OptPod. that is at the daily opt pod at the daily optpod all right and so again i'm going to mention the music quest adventure my hashtag music quest adventure i gave you a a lyric from a uh, song i want you to finish the lyric and tell me the movie that it is from all right that is my my uh, hashtag music quest adventure you can email me uh, tweet me whatever you'd like to do get in touch with me and then if you can uh, get that I will even give you a shout out on the podcast all right so let me know if you get my uh, get the answer to the hashtag music quest adventure all right thank you everybody for getting through another episode of the daily optimist I am here Elijah I will be here with you every weekday until next time everybody be well